As you find yourself going deeper and deeper down the internet, telling yourself you'll watch just one more video before you go to bed, knowing that you should have gone to bed an hour ago, that's where you'll find the Dragoon Effect. Welcome back to Dragoon Effect, an audio-only Let's Play podcast that cares about your mental health. As always, our motto is, it may be terrible. This week, I want to talk to you about success. Mostly because I had the thought, recently, that I run a successful podcast. Why do I think it's successful? Because you listen to it. And you are very important to me because you chose to spend your time listening to me. And I greatly appreciate it. That's the beauty, though, of success. We get to define it however we want. I define it by the fact that somebody is listening to my podcast. Other people would say, that's not a successful podcast. I run a successful one because I have a thousand and some Patreon subscribers that are giving me $5 a month or something like that. And it's my full-time job. And Boy, if this is my full-time job, I'd probably start to hate video games, honestly, because... When you take something you love and turn it into a job and have to keep producing and working and iterating, it gets tedious. It can suck the joy out of it. Whereas I'm doing this basically for fun. And so it's a success to me. Sometimes we get caught up in defining success by comparing ourselves to other people. But why? So what if the Joneses got a new... SUV, fancy schmancy car thing. Okay. I look at that and go, cool, you wasted a lot of money by buying a brand new vehicle you didn't need. Or buying it brand new versus pre-owned. To me, a car gets you from point A to point B. I'm not racing them. So they don't need to go from 0 to 60 in .3 seconds or whatever cars do. Don't let others define what success means for you. Define success for yourself and decide, have, am I meeting it? If not, how am I getting to it? And is this really me that's defining success? Or is this something inside me that I don't want to listen to? And maybe you'll redefine what success means to you. Because we can all be successful. We just need to define it in a way that lets us achieve it, at least sometimes. Because if you're always trying to compare, there's always going to be somebody who has more, or is happier, or has something that you don't have. And if we let that define us, and how we define success, we'll never be happy, we'll never be satisfied, and we won't learn from the mistakes of the last 40 plus years. We are entering the sunroom or something like that. The throne room, effectively. And we see King Zyor. You've been filled with 20 years of experience since you came into this world. You have reached the age that deserves the succession of the Moon Dagger as an heir to the throne of Tiberoa. Never forget the blessings of the sun, moon, and stars! 
Anybody? Are there any objections? I assume this silence to be the approval of the succession. Wait! Dark comes running in with the real Emily. Emily says, I have an objection to the succession. Oh my gosh! There are two Emilies! The fake one punches King Zyor and then jumps off. Or maybe she stole something from him. Oh, yeah. The Moon Dagger! She took the Moon Dagger. And attempted to run off. What is going on? King Zyor, that girl is a fake! Emily says, I have been put into a sleep for the last half year. During that time, it seems this person was making a variety of social missteps. And Lisa says, Father, that woman was going to take over Tyberoff by forming a conspiracy with the Garrick gang. Oh my gosh! Fake Princess Emily, huh, I guess you found out about everything. Don't you think it's too late? I got this in my hand. And Dart says, look around yourself. She's up against the balcony that's facing out to the open sea, surrounded by us and the royalty. The fake Princess Emily says, you think I'm cornered, huh? Dart says, who are you? She says, I guess I cannot run in this stuffy dress. This will be a treat. Let me show you my true self. She shines something. And is in a dope-looking pirate outfit. Oh my gosh. This game needs a, a remake. Because, like, this outfit looks awesome. She's got, like, giant shoulder pads. I assume it's a she. I uh, can't really tell. And the name is Linus. Oh, I can see in the upcoming dialogue. Yes, it is a she. And got, like... A, a bikini top, but it's more than that. It's got, like, more cloth around that area, but midriff is exposed. Giant shoulder pauldrons. What looks like a bandana. Long black hair. And these blue pants that are, like, raggedy, but, like, in a way cooler way than modern-day, like, raggedy jeans look. A modern version of this in a remake would be just awesome. Okay, Lena says, surprised, huh? This is the true self of Miss Linus. Dart says, Princess Emily, please leave the room with the king and Princess Lisa. And the three of them run off. The Garrick gang has fallen apart. Give us the moon dagger. The only chance you have is to give up. A girl in love doesn't know the meaning of the words give up. I have managed to get this far for my love. I won't give up this so easily. I'm sorry, but you don't have time to be in love anymore. Because you will die here. Interesting. Why don't you try? Okay, I had a lot of fun with that scene. Sometimes when I get really happy, I just start shedding tears, and I'm doing that right now. Oh! I meant to take Congo out of my lineup. 
What the heck is on her back? Yeah, she's got like wings. Or a jetpack? That's letting her hover? I'm not entirely sure. And she is water-based. Oh, that's good for Dart. Also bad for Dart when she hits him. But... Wow, Congo hit her hard. Okay, maybe I, it was good I kept her. Uh, do I have any fire items? Burnout. There's a flame. This one, I would really like to have a turbo controller. 202%? Sweet. Oh yeah, that did some healthy damage. 292. Alright. Kind of doing like a dance pirouette and then triple slashed dart and then kicked him over. Oh, now she's doing like... A, I don't even know how to describe it. She put her two blades together and threw them in a way that hit all three of us like a boomerang and then pulled them back apart. Holy, I just noticed Kongol has almost 1300 health. She's doing her dance pirouette thing and targeting Dark again. Man, she's got a cool costume. I feel like it would be cosplayed as... She's making something shine and doing a circle motion and then making a symbol and throwing the symbol at us. Some kind of magic, I assume. Yes. Oh, like a blizzard. Yep, it's definitely a blizzard hitting us. This is probably going to hurt Dart a lot. Oh, it hurt everybody a lot. Dart says, what the heck was that attack? Oh, here comes the blizzard again. This could hurt. Oh, it's a different ice attack, but it's just hitting Dart. There's a whole bunch of icicles and tail Oh, wow, 625? Okay, well... Yeah, I'm gonna special it up. My Muffin Dragoonies! Final burst. Set fire strength 75% on a single target. Let's use that on Linus. That's right, I have used this before. He envelops his fire orb around himself and then unleashes it. Powers up fire wings and makes it charge through the enemy, leaving a trail of lava in his wake. Oh, 648! Holy moly! Getting boomeranged, but with the upgraded defense from being in Dragoon form, it doesn't do a whole lot to any of us. Uh-oh! She gets to go twice in a row, and is using a magic spell. Don't die, Dart. Don't die, Dart. Oh, she's just attacking Congo with some kind of dark magic. Oh, hit a 468. He's attacking. 
Alright, what's your magic? Grand Stream. Earth 25% strength to all. Well, we're gonna do it. Because I want to see it. Grand Stream! Wings his axe up and into the ground and creates an earthquake tremor right at the enemy. That then becomes a giant dust storm. Cool. It only did 100 damage, but it was cool. Final burst. We can do it again. We know it does a lot of damage. Yeah! We did it. Venus says, You are not bad, I guess. Give us the moon dagger. Don't waste your time on this meaningless battle. Garrick is already dead! Garrick? I didn't care about that man from the beginning! I told you! I need the Moon Dagger for my love! Dart says, admit your defeat. There is no way to escape. No way to escape, huh? Hey, you over there, what do you think of that? Meru, I guess is who she's pointing at, just has an ellipsis so I can pause. Whatever! See for yourself! Is there no way to escape? Yeah, she does... she can fly. Bye now! With either the wings or the jetpack or whatever she has. Dart says, wait! Oh no! She is a wingly? The species that dominated the bygone world. She's a survivor. of magic who run across the sky with wings. Was she here to take it back from humans? You are the king of Sergio, Albert. Why did you take such a risk? It might be self-gratification. However, I would like to settle my friend's score with my own hands. We are pursuing a man who manipulated the war with Cernio from behind the scenes. My friend was killed by that man, and at the same time the Moon Jam, which belonged to Cernio, was taken away. We have different reasons, however we are all linked to that man, and here we are. You said the Moon Jam? It is a legacy of the Wingleys, isn't it? Albert nods. Dart says, could you please tell us about the Moon Dagger, Your Majesty? It was after the Dragon Campaign. Humans defeated the Winglies and built Sergio, Tiberoa, and Mil Siseo. They say the few surviving Winglies sent a divine object of the moon as a proof of peace to the three countries. That's all I know about the legend. We have the same legend in my country. What is dangerous is that we humans don't know what the Divine Moon object is for. You mean the Winglies know everything and form this entire conspiracy? 
Emily says, Father, we have to take the moon dagger back. Before the stars that have beheld Tyberoa are lost in a shadow. It seems that girl the Wingleys got away to Elisa Bay. Now it's time for an appearance by Commodore Puler. I will send the most powerful warship that Tyberoa has, the Queen Fury. Have Commodore Puler pursue her. Of course, you are more than welcome to be on the boat. Dart nods. I appreciate it, your majesty. It was the first time I've seen a Wingley, but they seem to be beyond our power, so that we might need your help. Please take care of yourselves. Room and head back towards the front of the castle. Oh, and I can go, because I've got 30 stardust, go get whatever item, assuming the person's still at the bar. Martel! We gave the stardust we have. They're like, thanks, thanks a million! In return, take this! It's the rare thing I promised you! A War God Sash. What does that do? Best. Raises SP 50%. Like SP gain? It must be. Yeah, nothing else would make sense. feel like that's worth it at all. Like, there's probably a situation where that's beneficial to get back to Dragoon form, but I can't picture. <clears throat> Alright, back on the overworld, and through the barrens yet again. I was just thinking, do I have everyone at least to Dragoon level 2? Besides Kongul, because I just got him. And I was like, oh yeah, not Shayna. But Shayna, just... She doesn't have additions! But watch, there's probably some stupid thing later in the game I don't know about where she can attack like 20 times and do like... 9999 damage or something. Alright, we're back in Donau. Back by where we met Mario. Past it. Yeah, there are docks. There's an up and a down. Down leads right to a ship. I'm curious if I can find like any random items. Anything up here. No. That's just a great view. Okay, well then let's proceed to the ship. Is this a ship? Kongol is excited. This bigger than me. So, this is the Queen Fury? The guard has an Entero bag. Kayla says, You must be dark. Yes, I am. And you? My name is Kayla. I'm a crew member of the Queen Fury. I'm getting the Commodore now. Commodore! Commodore Pueller! Darkness friends are here! Yeah, 
voices for other characters. Peeler says, what, Caleb? Be quiet. He comes out. A man of the sea should have a big heart. Peeler says, sometimes you listen to the waves and cast your dreams to the ocean. That is a man's romance. Kayla says, Commodore, Dart and his friends are here. You got an order from the king, didn't you, sir? Peeler says, oh, you are the very brave young people who routed the bandits. You deserve to be guests on my ship, the Queen Fury. Dart says, thank you, but we don't want to be treated as guests. We have the same objective, to pursue Linus. Peeler says, hmm, I like that. Kayla says, we are ready to go, sir. Peeler says, I see. Now the only thing left is for you to board. As soon as you are ready, we will hit the ocean. That seems ineffective. The ocean's a whole big body of water. If you hit it, you're really not going to do much damage. You just kind of displace some of the water. We talk to Kayla, who says, we've been waiting for you. Are you ready to go? Yeah, there's nothing else for me to do here. Yes, says Dart. Kayla says, now, let's set sail. We sail for a bit. And, and I assume that we're cutting to inside the boat. But yeah. Ooh. This is pretty. This is a well-rendered... It's it's like FF8 style. It's um, the obviously PS1-based characters, but in like a gorgeous cutscene. I don't know how else to describe it. Of the boat. We cut away from Rose, who's up in the, the bird's nest, I can't think of what that's called, to Shayna, who's on the front of the boat. Many things have happened! I was put in jail, and Dirk came to rescue me! I think she's talking to a bird. We were with Lovitz, and now we are here pursuing Lloyd! There are so many things I don't understand! A moon that never sets! The voice of Virage! I wish I could fly like you guys! But it doesn't take me anywhere! Dart will laugh at me! Dart! I wonder where he went! Going up into a ship, into the ship. Because. Oh. There we go. Found a stardust. Going up some stairs. Going up. This ship is big. Going up some more stairs. Oh, I see Hashel. Can I talk to him? Hashel? He just. He doesn't respond. And this is kind of to herself. He is contemplating. I shouldn't disturb him. Yeah. I found. Here you are, Dark. Talk to Dart. Hi, Dart! Dart? Peeler says, when humans go to sea, there is a lot to think about. Friendship, love, life and romance. Probably Dart's heart is wandering in the mother ocean. Such a scary face! He must be thinking about the black monster! Oh, Shayna, is something wrong? Eventually. 
But I wonder where we will be. I want to be next to you, Dart! Okay. I feel like she has expressed herself multiple times, and Dart is like, no, you're like my sister, we're friends. And like, the rest of the group is like, you two should be a couple. And Dart's like, no. But they keep pushing it on him, and if the roles were reversed, like, we would be considering this, like, we would, if the roles were reversed, we'd be considering Dart, like, basically a sexual predator who who can't take no for an answer. Now maybe Dart hasn't been direct and I'm wrong, but it, it feels that way to me. She's putting it out there, simple, so maybe we'll get like an actual answer and we can be done with this plot because I feel like Dart has been like, no, I'm not interested in you romantically, but that doesn't seem to be allowed to be acceptable for some reason. But nobody knows about the future! And then Shayna runs off. Peeler says, love and sailing are alike. If you don't swim against the waves and just enjoy it, you will overcome it. Thinking alone is sometimes good, but sometimes, when you listen to others, your way will open up. Dart thinks, the black monster. I still don't know anything about it. Maybe Rose might know something about it. Uh, Rose was in the crow's nest or whatever. So we're going to climb the ladder up from here. Yeah, this took me where I wanted to go. Here you are, Rose. Gotta move up more because it was like I could have got off where I was. Which is clearly not right. Here you are. May I help you? It's about the black monster. I thought you might know something about it, Rose. That's right. You are traveling just for that. Unfortunately, I have nothing to tell you. Oh. What are you going to do when you catch the black monster? What are you going to do with him? Kill him to avenge your parents? That'll satisfy your feelings? Revenge does not generate anything. That's what I learned from Labbits. To tell you the truth, I don't know what I am going to do, or even what I want to do when I face the black monster. I just want to know what he is. I see. Well, I can tell you one thing. Do you know what is the source of the power of dragoons? War is not in human nature. Humans fight by making themselves enter insanity. It is the same for revenge. 
This is a tool to amplify the insanity, and this insanity is the source of the power of the Dragoons. The Dragon Knight. I didn't know that! Someday, something will happen, and if you cannot chasten your insanity, I wonder if you will be able to endure it, given the size of your spirit. Sorry, it was just nonsense. It's okay, when I finish with Lloyd, I'll go on my journey to pursue the black monster. When I face him, I'll find my own answer to that. And Dart heads back down the ladder. Mine is not a journey. I'll take a walk for a change. Back the cabin? I don't know. This is where they're steering and navigating from. Where we found Dart. The bridge? Bridge. That sounds right. Oh, maybe Rose can talk to Hashel. Oh yeah, she says, Hashel. Just makes me think, Hansel, so hot right now. Are you thinking about something? Hashel stands up. Oh, Rose! Do you want to talk about your love? I was just walking around and happened to be here. Can I ask you one thing? Sure. You? Why are you with us? I heard that in the beginning it was Dart's Dragoon Spirit. It seems that's not all. I guess. Maybe this journey is just a little break for me. Break, huh? Well, everybody has different objectives on the journey. But you, you look like you're rushing yourself to death with your life being run by something. It's none of your business. And then Rose leaves, okay? I guess I was involved too much. I cannot make judgments about other people. Hashel's home village 25 years ago. Hashel looks identical. He seems to be training two people that are sparring. Claire, your steps during the attack are slow. Take more precise, faster steps. Claire turns. She's got gray hair. The other person has blonde hair. Claire says, yes, father. You idiot! During the training, don't think of me as your father! Call me master! I am sorry, master. She goes back to sparring. Claire! You, my daughter, were the only heir to our ancestral rogue school martial art. We go back to sparring in the flashback. Claire, you cannot take over the rogue school with such pathetic skills. And then Claire just punched and knocked out the person she was sparring with. You implanted a murderous intention in your fist, didn't you? 
Well, you kind of pissed her off, but I guess kind of the point of martial arts is to control that. Claire says, Oh, Lada, what's wrong? Lada, what's wrong? Oh, Lada! Get out of my sight! Lada! Get out of my sight! Claire runs off. Back in the present. I shouted out of anger. I was just running away from the pain that we have to overcome together as a master and as a father. It's been 20 years since I left the village pursuing Claire, but what I have found was only immaturity. As time goes by, I forget the objectives of my journey. But Dart and the others gave me a new one. I think what I'm going through now is a journey to support the passion of young Dart and his friends. Oops, oops, I have become too mushy. Well, maybe I'll go tease Kongle. I hope he is not knocked out with seasickness. Back towards the front of the ship. Here you are, Kongle! And we found the Stardust. What are you doing alone? Kongle always alone. You are not now! Friends, I still don't know. Kongle is here to see if you become leader instead of Emperor Dole. Dole? It was your objective for the journey, wasn't it? Hmm, then why don't you talk to Albert? He might know something about Dole's story from the past! And Hashel leaves. King of Human. Now we're Congo. Off to find Albert. Heading in the ship. Going in the first door we see... Oh, there's Albert. Hey! Kongle wants talk. What is friends? Dart said Kongle friend. Kongle don't know. What is friend? My Uncle Dole was your friend, wasn't he? No. I fight for Emperor Dole to make a world where all the species equal. Maybe we can put it this way. Maybe friends are the people who walk the same road. People who walk together but not led by somebody who share happiness and pain. That is friends? Yes, that is us now. Although we have different objectives, we are walking side by side. Congo, you are already walking on the same road as us. And Congo leaves. This is an odd part of the game. Boring! Anybody want to hang out with me? 
It's thanks to those girls. I can continue to walk on this road. Now I'm going to socialize with my friends too. Okay, so I should go find Mary. Leaving this room for another one. Oh, it's the kitchen. Oh, no Maru. There she is. You are having fun as always. She throws a pillow at Albert. I gotcha! Big success! She jumps on the bed. It's an awful welcome. become cool like dart are you mad now no but I now have a question wow the exciting question time Mary when you joined us you said there is still something I can help with is that true not just kidding it seems our journey is a dangerous one we will not be able to succeed if we take a lackadaisical attitude towards it I don't think I've ever seen that word written out well I mean I've played this game but like huh I've not seen lackadaisical written out as far as I can think of I don't think I would have been able to spell it correctly Therefore, I wanted to make sure one more time. I don't want to see anybody else dying. Now please excuse me. And Albert leaves. This is kind of awkward. I don't remember this part at all. Whatever. The king became too serious. Now is my big chance to hang out with Dirk. And we're back to the bridge to talk to Dirk. Thinking about something? I know! <laughs> she puts her hands over Dart's eyes and says, What do you think it is? And I can choose from a variety of options. And they can pick, Is that you, Shayna? Of course it's Mario. No way, it's Rose? Albert, don't be silly. Hashel, quit that voice. I doubt it, but Congol? <laughs> I'm going to pick, Of course it's Mario. Of course, it's Mary. Wow, how did you know? There is nobody else who does such pranks. I guess so. Well, I have great news for someone who looks totally bored. Why don't you come with me on an adventure on this ship? I've already seen a lot. Hey, you weren't thinking about Shayna, were you? If she sees you walking with a pretty girl like me, she would get mad, wouldn't she? Shayna doesn't get mad about those things. What's with this adventure suddenly? Well, there's something bothering me. Don't you think Rose is strange? 
She is strange, but I don't think she is as strange as you. I'm not talking about that strange! I think she has something that she hasn't told us. Or she has been involved in something shady, or... Have you told us everything about you, Meryl? I'm the exception! Don't talk bad about your friends. Everybody has something that they need to hide. Sorry. I don't mean to talk bad about Rose, but she's cold to me. So somehow... Then you want a change of pace with an adventure? That's my dirt! You're totally cool! Come on! Now departing on Meru's expedition! Meru's expedition, huh? So we can go get Rose. But I want to talk to other people first. A Hashel spotted! He is still contemplating something. He has been like that for a while. What do you think, Dark? Everybody needs time to think. It's the same for Hashel, too. I guess so. Albert. The King of Sardio spotted hiding in a small place. If the people of his country could see this, how sad they would feel. What is going on? Mero insists on having some adventure on this ship, so... You are having a hard time, Dart. It's not hard! It's fun! Alright, well, I'm just gonna go to Rose. Mario approaches Rose. Dart says, don't play a prank on her. She doesn't understand jokes. I won't. Rose has a mysterious personality. She is always cold, but when it comes to a critical point, she leads us in a variety of ways. We are alive now because of Rose. I agree. It's dark out, and there's a ship with tattered sails and blue fire going in and out around it. It's pretty cool looking. I'm getting the kind of a airborne camera view. There doesn't appear to be anybody on it. And there are broken beams. And a skull with a crown on it. And it appears to be coming right at us like it's going to ram us from the side. People on our boat are trying to turn. Oh, but it hits us. It just rammed right into us. Yeah, and we're like attached now. A bunch of sailors come up to the deck to inspect and says, What on earth is this? I can't believe this. Peeler comes and says, What are you doing? Go back to your stations and check on the damages. Sailors salute and run off. And there is a heraldry. It looks like a royal ship of Milsesau. Is this like a phantom ship? Oh boy. 
Kayla says, Commodore, bad news. It got the engine room. Bueller says, Kayla, let them hurry to fix it. Kayla says, aye, aye, sir. Dart says, we cannot pursue Linus like this. Bueller says, sometimes the ocean shows it capriciously, but I have never seen such a thing. Wait for a while. There's nothing we can do now. This ship is... Dart! I can't find Shayna anywhere! Yeek! Shayna! Shayna's on the ghost ship. Dart jumped over to it. Where am I? A purple ghost thing in a black top hat approaches her. Oh, and skeletons form and start approaching her with their swords out. And two soldier dude ghosts appear and pull their swords out. Yeek! She collapses. The soldier ghosts destroy the skeletons. Shayna! And then put their swords away after chasing away the purple ghost. So they helped her. Why did you come here? I don't know! When I woke up, I was in here! But those knights protected me! They are gone, though! At least you're safe and sound! Come on, come on! We are here already, so we might as well just take some tour here! No way! I want to go, too! We'll go with them. Then it won't be a problem. Okay, but if anything happens, we gotta go back. Going around the ship into a door that leads to something where a ghost of a sailor appears. It says, Captain, please open up here. Where are you, Captain? Oh, I see the sailor again. Ghost Crew A, help me! The jerk, the jerk is... I don't want to die. Help! Dart says, what? Ghost Crew B, we cannot make it. We'll be killed by him. I don't want to die. Help! What are they talking about? Alright, we're down below, and the uh, purple ghost monster ran inside the door, so we're gonna pursue it. And there's some dead skeletons and a treasure chest in this room. But no purple ghost thing. Maybe it's hiding in the treasure chest. It was! Aha! But it brings the skeletons to life and flies off. Guess we're fighting three skeletons. Sorry, Brett. We're gonna have to kill your brethren. And the skeletons crumble and disintegrate. That was close. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. I climbed back up the ladder. 
Alright, back into the hallway. So instead of random encounters, there's little spirit fires. Oh, there's a chest out here. And if you run into the spirit fire, then you get a random encounter. Oh, I gotta get the chest. 50G! Alright, we're running into another room. There's another treasure chest, and more skeletons that I bet we're gonna fight. Yep, the purple ghost is in the chest. And it brought the skeletons to life again. Oh, but it didn't run away this time? Purple Ghost has cane and top hat. Alright, the ghost is called a Magician Bogey. Oh, and the Purple Ghost runs off. It ran away! There's only one room left to go. At least down here. Ooh, something sparkly. Oh. Ghost Pirates appeared. Zero. Four. Six, nine. May evil come to the person who attempts to solve the riddle of the number. Okay. Hey, 20G in a chest. Ah, we found the purple ghost again. Well, maybe not. The chest is jumping around. Is it trying to say something? We cornered it! Oh, the purple ghost, two of the three of them jump out now. And they're circling us. Hey, all the ghosts faded out of existence this time. A blue spirit appears from the chest. It's the ghost captain! I have a favor to ask you. Please come to the captain's cabin. We're going in a door on the phantom ship. There are three numbers on this chest. Should we combine the numbers that those ghosts were saying and input them there? We got four numbers. Zero, four, six, nine. And only th okay, let's do all zeros and see if one of them is zero. It doesn't open. So one of them is zero because we got an ellipses. This time it just says eight more tries. So we did all fours. So four is not used. So zero, let's try zero, six, nine. And we got an ellipses. So it means one of these three is in the right place. So let's go zero, nine, six. It opened! We got a stun guard. Okay, cool. And with that, we are going to save and quit for this recording. This week, I'm going to talk about two games that I dropped off of and stopped playing. Because to me, they didn't earn my time. And time is one of our most precious resources. The first one 
is Marvel's Midnight Suns. From the 10,000 foot view, this should be just about everything I would want in a video game and be like a game of the year contender for my favorite game. It's Marvel characters. It's got relationship building. It has some turn-based strategy, which I can go either way on, to be honest, that's fueled by a card mechanic that is actually way cooler than I thought it was going to be, but at the same time, gets held back by crafting. It's just boring. Like, I played through the first chapter, or act, or whatever they called it, after, like, 20 to 25 hours, learned that there are three chapters or acts over there to find, and just went, I'm good. Because I was bored. Because there was just so much and not enough. The relationship building isn't satisfying. I mean, shoot, if you could smooch Blade, probably, probably would have improved the game a lot for me. But you just kind of hang out and repeat and you go on one mission a day and then you talk to everyone randomly or whatever and it just was system on system of no thanks this is not as fun or as engaging as like fire emblem three houses was for this kind of stuff the other game is atomic heart this plays basically like bioshock in an alternate timeline, 1950s sci-fi Soviet Union. Which I thought, hey, that sounds like a pretty neat premise. For the most part, I liked the gameplay of Bioshock. You're fighting robots, so it kind of does away with some of the parts of Bioshock that pull me out due to the ludonarrative dissonance. Because instead of going and slaughtering all these people, but you're okay, you're just a dude, you're fine, you're the hero. It's robots that have gone rampant. I played through the first big chunk of the game. And my understanding is there's four chunks, I think, that are similar length. And again, I, I had no motivation to keep going. There were some interesting characters, but not your character. He's really bland, and I don't even remember his name. And so I just was like, okay, I'm done. I'm just playing this to play it. So we'll move on to something else. Sometimes we need to do that in life, in things outside of video games. I hope you have a great day this week.